The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to help manage and grow your real estate media business. Online at Aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O.com. Welcome to Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I'm the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media, a real estate media company based in Southern California. We don't have Mark today. We're just doing our first ever interview with someone who's not in the Upmarket family. I mean, it's kind of an adjunct family member, but you know, not, not directly related in our business. We have today... Sam Benner's here. He's a Stanford-educated marketing guru, former top-performing realtor, and now the team leader for Keller Williams West Ventura County, where he oversees 250 real estate agents spread across four offices. Sam, outside of the obvious thing of producing really good marketing materials, what is the most important thing we as real estate media companies can do for realtors? That's a great question, Reed. Oh, and a great introduction I, too, I, by I, the way. Oh yeah, good. Thanks, I, I, I love, I love it when I get compliments on my questions. Well done. But yeah, well, first thing that comes into your mind, though, like literally, just like boom, top of mind. Well, you know, the first thing is speed to market, right? And so that is really. I the, knew it. Yeah. See, <laughs> um, yeah, that. Uh, the, the process for realtors, it, you know, has to be standardized. You know, we create our own processes with regards to listings. And so, and the speed of the market really dictates how that process goes through. And so obviously the marketing materials, which is going to mainly be around the images mm-hmm. and videos that you guys produce for us, um, that has to happen quickly. And so right. we don't have a lot of time to, you know, work, work with that process too much. Uh-huh. So it is very important that we get those things quickly. Well, so like how quickly? Well, um, no, like honestly, like how quickly, well, how it usually works out uh-huh. is if we could have it within a couple days, uh-huh. oh, which is pretty cake. reasonable, right? Cake. Well, okay. Yes. Okay. I mean, in this dumb, in, in this dumb industry, <laughs> yes. In the real world. No, you can't have your stuff that quickly. Jeez. So we usually try to prepare the seller, uh-huh. you know, to kind of understand the process that we're going to be doing. So usually we shoot it on, you know, let's say we shoot on mm-hmm. a, on a Tuesday, Mm-hmm. We'd love to have the photos by Thursday mm-hmm. so we could have it ready for the broker tour and everything, right? right and then right, for the first right. open house. So that's kind of the right. To how right. we roll things so out. There's a, yeah. Is there a scenario, though, where uh, you could shoot it on the previous Tuesday and just give us a little more time? But Abs- no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, no, you I didn't think so. So <laughs> that's why what we've actually been doing at Upmarket. And, and here's the thing I'll probably in this, you've been a longtime client of ours. Um, but I know since you became team leader at Keller, you're not doing listings anymore, you're not competing with with your agents. Correct. So you actually haven't been experiencing our services in a firsthand way for the last couple of years. Um, but just to fill you in, we're now delivering everything next day. We're even doing video next day. So, and we're having the photos, um, pretty much to in people's hands by noon, 1 PM, uh, the next day after the shoot, if it's on a Friday, we'll do that on a Monday. That's, that's about right. Right. Chelsea, Chelsea's here. She's giving me the nod. So even faster than I can get toothpaste from yes. Amazon prime. Basically, I could have my pictures from you is what yes, you're saying. Basically, including twilights, including every, yeah. I Pretty mean, the, the things that, you know, virtual staging will sometimes take a little bit longer and then video, we really, you know, we're, we're still working on that workflow, but our goal for this year has been to deliver video next day. And for the most part, we've been doing it. That's so, amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and I think that really, um, it, that's been something we've really focused on because I have felt that. It, I mean, you know, every, every realtor's always jokes, Oh, can I have them today? And you're like, 
No, you can't. But, but I do think that that is alleviating a giant pain point and, and makes people, I th- I think want to use us more. Well, and, and like you're saying, it's, it is a pain point because what we're trying to do is orchestrate this whole big, like lead in like this movie trailer of a, of a mm-hmm. moment to the big movie premiere. Right. And if you don't have the materials to work with, to build that momentum, Right. It's really difficult. Well, and that's why I kind of like it. And I know it's just like, we're, we're talking about fairy tales, but where you you do have those moments when you have the two week lead up and you can, you shoot it and you can have everything. And then you guys can like slowly drip it out and, and actually create excitement about Unicorns, it. Unicorns, rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it it's a beautiful I, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It used to happen more. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I was actually, we did not prep that beforehand, but you said the exact thing that I hoped you were going to say, cause that's the thing I've been focusing on. And I always like it when I'm right. Um, so <laughs> well, Rita, now you have been connected on this plane for a long time. So <laughs> yes. we're, we're okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My pleasure. Well, uh, so, so that's a big pain point, but you know, are any other pain points come to mind? Well, you know, I, I think obviously with everything it's, it's budget, you know, realtors right. are going to be very conscious about what they're spending. I've, I've noticed that. Right. And so, <laughs> so you know, isn't that interesting? <laughs> and so that's obviously going to be a big concern because realtors do pay for this. The, the sellers don't pay. Right. And not everybody understands that. So we're actually putting money out with the hope that everything goes well, the deal closes, and then we're going to be obviously in, in good shape once we get to that point. Right. So, yeah. So budget's obviously a big thing too. Right. And, and so, but, so, but your agents are, 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 are they typically budgeting like, per listing or do they have like a marketing budget for the year? I mean, how are people usually doing it? Because I think what I'm really hoping to do today in this interview is really for our industry to kind of have a window into your industry and how you guys actually think. Yeah. Um, cause I think we all make a lot of assumptions and, and for us, it's always like, well, that house is a, you know, a million dollars. They're going to, they're going to pocket $25,000. So they better go ahead and, you know, give me, you know, 1500 or of whatever. Course. It's, it's kind of two prongs. So, you know, obviously, I, I would treat every listing as its own business model because every listing has its own subtle nuances, qualities that are going to make mm-hmm. it interesting okay. to, a, or let's say, or appeal to a particular niche market. So I would typically pick packages from you based mm-hmm. on what that property really called for. Uh-huh. And so that might vary. Yeah. I don't but, like that. But bigger, but bigger picture, uh-huh. bigger picture would be that I'm trying to create a brand oh, there you for go. myself. Yes. And now so, and so I have a certain aesthetic quality that I mm-hmm. want to make sure I put out. So that also would be probably part of the bigger picture for me. Well, yeah. And, and, and I think, I think that speaks to kind of a shift that we've made. And especially with the way the market's been, um, over the last couple of years is I always thought for years, yeah, you're, you know, the photos sell the property. And, and then if you do a video, if you do 3d, that stuff is really more about the, the, the realtor branding, but I've actually come to believe that like our job is not at all to market properties. Our job is just to market realtors. That's all we do. The marketing materials we produce can be used to help sell the property, but that's not the goal. The goal is to market the realtor. And like, from my perspective, I'm at a point where I almost don't even care if the listing sells. That's not, that's not my goal, actually. I mean, it's a good byproduct, but my goal is for the realtor to get another listing. That's the only thing I care about. Right. And so what can we do? How is the stuff that, that we produce 
going to help that realtor get another listing because, and especially in this market, it's probably going to sell. It's at like, I'm not that worried about it. So it's the stuff that we're producing is really all about the realtor. Right. Right. No, I, I like that because a big part of what I would, I would put into listing presentations would be your work. Right. You know, and we, I basically kind of explained to the seller, like, this is what we do. This is how we market property and the, the images, the videos, the 3d tours, all those things I would show and, and prove mm-hmm. and be able to demonstrate this is how your property is going to sell. Right. So, I mean, for me, it was getting me more listings. Right. Which obviously is the effect we're going for. Yes. I mean, that's, that, that is the success metric. And now obviously you guys have to sell those. And if you don't end up selling the listings, then there's not going to be money for more marketing, but you know, right. that but, hasn't been hard lately, but well, you know, <laughs> exactly. But, and, and I think even in, even in a different market, yeah, it could be harder, but as long as you get the right price, it's going to sell. Right. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I think the, the visual of what we do is so much about what we're selling because everything else is not very tangible. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we're really showing improving, like this is the imagery, this is the look, this is mm-hmm. the feel we're going for. Mm-hmm. It was something that the seller could really put their hands on and really understand. Right, 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 right. So, so then, but do you think a lot of realtors are coming at it where like, cause we have a few clients who it doesn't matter what the listing is. They do the same exact package. And actually we have a lot of those clients cause unfortunately a lot of them, the same packages. Yeah. Photos only. And I know this <laughs> right. house is for $4 million, but we're just going to do photos. Oh, I guess we could do aerials. Um, and then we have other agents, you know, who do our full media package, video, 3d aerials, photos on, you know, the fixers like in a, in a crummy neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I, I think what we're, what we're looking for is, is impact. Mm-hmm. And we're looking for people to see and, and feel what we're doing. And so the more touches that we have, the more materials that we have to do that with, mm-hmm the agents are going to be more successful. Right. And so, yeah, there, we, unfortunately, some of us have like a habit of just uh-huh. kind of doing the same thing for everything. Yeah. Which I want that habit to encompass our whole media package. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but, but, but are you talking about it in those terms with the agents? I mean, what, it, what are you when, cause you're the team leader, right? So they're all looking to you. What, but Sam, what should we do for marketing? And, and every, every brokerage in the country has that person who's there kind of telling the agents, not maybe not telling them what to do, but there for advice and, and kind of the, what's our company ethos, uh, you know, and, and what are you telling them in terms of like producing their marketing materials or how well, much should they for do? For me, I mean, I, I compare it to basically how much it's, it's gasoline to the engine is, mm-hmm. is what marketing is for the property. So you've got this, you've got this wonderful car, you've got this wonderful house you're trying to sell, the marketing is going to be the gasoline. That's when it's going to make it go. Right. And so, you know, for us, I encourage them all the time to understand that, you know, the imagery is just one thing, mm-hmm. but adding the videos, mm-hmm. adding the 3d tours. And I mean, for me, especially where it gets exciting for real estate is aerial photography as well, mm-hmm. because you get a real sense of, right. of where this property is and what's around it. And, and mm-hmm. you get a you get a chance yeah. to really experience it from a distance. Yeah. And a majority of people mm-hmm. that are Love looking it. at property from, in this area are not all here. They're not always as familiar right, with the, right. with the neighborhood and how things right. are laid out. So for me, it's a great way to be able to get a much more like all encompassing idea of what the property's like before mm-hmm. even, you know, setting yeah. foot in the driveway. No, I love it too. Cause it takes us 10 minutes and we charge 175 bucks. <laughs> so, so I really, I agree. I feel like it's super important. That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, but uh, no, but really, but like, like in your general meetings with the agents, I mean, are you guys talking about 
the marketing materials that that should be produced for for each listing? Maybe not in specifics and meetings, mm-hmm. but it's certainly when I'm having conversations with them, a lot of them come to me for advice. Right. You know, they might have a property that is struggling and it's hard to say that it hasn't really been that way for a while now, but we're starting to see that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Properties on the market for a little bit longer. So getting around, getting their arms around what it is to really market a property correctly, mm-hmm. it's it's using a lot of social media mm-hmm. and that's a whole nother, that's yeah. a whole nother deal. Oh, we'll get to that in our social media sidebar. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then incorporating into video because video isn't necessarily something that a lot of agents are personally comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So they haven't really applied themselves to use video and right. or understand how to leverage well, it. Well, yeah. And, and that's one of the big conversations that I have with people. And, and I always try to talk about that you should in the ideal world, have a video strategy that doing one property video is not going to give you a video strategy. It's and not. you know, where are you, where are you placing those videos? What other videos are you, are you incorporating with it? Um, you know, you should have a YouTube channel. You should have on your Instagram, you should be doing reels. You should be doing, um, you know, not just our property videos, but you should be doing like selfie videos. I mean, right. I, I, I really feel like they, they obviously we want to sell people as much video as possible, but I think realistically no one's going to have the budget to have us like produce all their stuff uh, other than their listing videos and maybe some real videos, but like to have like self-produced stuff, it's so much easier now that, you know, and some agents get it and you see them doing it, but most of them don't. I mean, most of them are not leveraging these opportunities that they have. It's on a very small scale, but we have like a private Facebook group for our agents and we post all of our stuff in oh. there. And so, um, we did, I'm having a branding class coming up tomorrow. We're going to be teaching all about building a real estate brand. And we did like a, a text only post with a picture uh-huh. of me and stuff about the class. And I did a video this morning uh-huh. promoting the class. Right. And you know, the videos already had like 250 views. We only have 200 and so right, agents in the right. group. Uh-huh. I mean, and now more pe- and we had more signups today. Right. than ever, you know? Right. So it, again, it's just, there's, there's no question to what video does. It makes people stop, right? You know, it makes people stop even, and look, even if it's poorly produced. I mean, as long as you can hear it. Right. And, and honestly, if you're doing, if you have a nicer phone and you're doing it, it's going to be fine. Right. You know, unless you're out in a windstorm or something. <laughs> um, but so, so, but is that like in the, and I, I guess I, I keep returning to it. Like, what are you talking about with your agents in general about marketing? And like, and, and I say that again, so like people in my industry can kind of understand what agents are being told by their superiors so that we know how that we can demonstrate the value when it comes to, you know, Oh, I know Sam is talking about doing real videos. So how can we bring value? Because I actually agree with that. So how can we pitch ourselves as being able to do real videos? I mean, is there anything else that, that we should know about that, that you're trying to tell people? Well, and just as I mentioned, I'm really on the agents about building a brand for themselves. Right. And so that's why we've been teaching classes on it. what we talk about it a ton. There's a uh, 200 over 212,000 realtors in California. In California. Okay. In California. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's all right. And so there's a lot of us. Right. And so, you know, how do you stand out from that crowd? Yeah. You know, how do you how do you, you know, break free? And so a lot of that has to do with with production of 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 materials that right. that fit and suit that brand. And so um using video as a way to educate and mm-hmm. entertain and and inform people at the same time you know, that really falls into that mm-hmm. whole branding conversation because I'm telling you, we are dropping the bucket to our clients out there. You know, you, everybody knows right. 10 realtors. You have a cousin right. who's a realtor. Oh yeah. So how do you, you know, how do you get past that and get really into their lives? It's by giving them great content. Right. Right. Well, I, I have, and I, I will say too, I have struggled uh, and we've talked about this on the podcast before 
when it comes to video of we are, we're always getting people saying, Hey, I need to do an about me video for my website. I got to, you know, I, okay. I, I, I'm in Camarillo. I got to, I want to do a video about Camarillo and I'm narrating and I'm going to do this, or I want to do this series of videos on all the neighborhoods. And in fact, Sam, you and I did a couple of those back we in sure the day. Did. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah. We did a couple of those. Here's the thing. Haven't done many of them. I thought the ones we did actually turned out pretty well, but everyone always talks about doing those videos and I can't ever close them on it. And I'm trying to figure out what it is. And it could be, I'm not a good salesman for it, but Chelsea thinks it's budget. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of it. I think it's a fear. I think it's that the budget is part of it, but I also think it's a fear. People actually, most people don't want to be in cam- on camera. It's intimidating. And most people are not that good at it. You know? Yeah. I mean the, the problem is if you've chosen a career as a realtor, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're going to be out there in the right. public eye, right. you know? I mean, now some of us don't update our photos as often as we should. Yes. We know that. You, I think you do it like every couple of years because yours have been getting I'm, grayer I'm, and grayer. I'm paranoid. Yeah. The, the yeah. silver is real, man. The silver <laughs> yeah. is real. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, so for me, I, I think if you've chosen this career to be an agent, you have to be out there. And, yeah. and, and in order for people to meet you and get to know you, it's a very personal decision who mm-hmm. you work with as an agent. I want to, I want to know it's somebody that, you know, I could right. have a beer with or someone yeah. I feel comfortable hanging out with. And that's going to all come through on a video. It's not going to come through in any other way, mm-hmm. shape or form. Sure. So the more personal you can be, you know, the mm-hmm. more you, you can be, it's actually okay. If you're a little nervous, if you're a little, whatever, uh, you're only going to get better each time you do it. Yeah. Uh, but why can't I sell them? I mean, that's the thing is that, that that's the crux of it. It was like, what is What is this magic sauce that we can talk about to the realtors to actually make them want to do those videos? You know, it's part of it's as with anything is to find those success stories, you know? Right. So it's, we, we need to, we need to have and show that there's somebody that you've done this strategy with. Right. And it's, you know, yeah, work right. for them, you know, whatever, you know, it's the before and after photo mm-hmm. classic, right? Right, right, right. But I, I think it's also to, to really truly see the value of it they have to understand that, you know, right. we're going to take you from here to here. And this series of videos is going to do it. Mm-hmm. This is how much it's going to cost. And let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's go. Yeah. And, and I think, but is that, so I feel like though, but our brokers and when you guys go to real estate conventions, I mean, is this all the crap they're talking about is, is, is trying to do that video or are you guys talking more about like, I don't, what do you guys talk about? I don't even know. I mean, because <laughs> that's the thing. Cause I, cause I feel like if I'm coming at it with just like this, oh yeah, you need to do video. You need to do that. Then it just feels salesy. Right. I'm of course I want you to do video because that makes me money. So like, it, it, I feel like when these things are talked about from multiple people and multiple sides of the coin, that's what, that's when they can be effective. Well, there's a lot of variables too, on what we're really talking about when it comes to these videos as well. Right. You know, what you're talking about obviously isn't just the video itself. I mean, I know you're helping with production, you're helping mm-hmm. with all this stuff. And obviously there's a lot to do and for a lot of people to understand about how important editing is. And, yes. and of course to also the placement mm-hmm. of these videos and helping and assisting with that. Very few of these companies that I see do one of the, they all do one of these things, not all right. of these things. Right. And so because we're not as familiar with buying it, like we buy a box of cereal mm-hmm. at the supermarket, it takes a little bit more. It's a longer sales process. I know, mm-hmm. um, to be able to help them understand what they're buying in order right. for them to feel comfortable buying it. Right. So do you feel like if we were able to then also put the videos out there for them, that that would be a, an effective thing? Absolutely. Like if, if we were able to like, I mean, like manage a YouTube channel, manage their Instagram. Cause that's what they don't know how to do. 
Right. And that's what's intimidating. So there's a big need there for like social media managers for realtors. There is. Okay, Chelsea, can you start doing that? <laughs> she doesn't have anything else going <laughs> okay, on. She, no, she just nodded. She just nodded. <laughs> but the problem is, is that, that that's a big job. It's a huge job. And also too, where it gets tough is being authentic, right? When you're outsourcing, you know, social mm-hmm. media management. Right. Oh, I, I see it. And I see some of your agents do it. And it's, it's, it's just, you it's know, painful. Pick, you know, do you like this dining room or this dining room? And yeah, you're like, oh yeah. my God, please stop. Do you know that a pillow can freshen up even the blandest couch? <laughs> and then you I see the other realtor from the other, from the other yeah. place posting the same Yo, thing. It's and you're brutal. just like, please stop. No, it's brutal. Please stop. No, I made a thing. Like I, I eventually, I was just like, I can't follow realtors anymore. On, yeah. <laughs> on any social media. I can't do it. That's and trouble it, for you. Yeah. I, I, well, no, on my personal stuff, on, on, course, our, on our, on our business one we do, and I don't look at it. Right. So that's, it's really, it's really working out well for me. <laughs> you look great. <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm so, not, peace. so much happier. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do with my outdoor living space this summer, oh, but you know, my God, so it's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think that's, I think that, that, I don't know if that even answers the question, but I, so Let's, you know, I can't talk about this anymore right now. Let's take a break. So listen, we're going to do a little ad. We're going to have our social media sidebar. I'm going to bring Sam in for the ad and, and he's not expected to do an ad read and we're not going to have our guests do the ad reads because, you know, Sam's not making any money on this. Zero. Um, yeah, that's actually true. Oh, you got water, but it was tap a, water. It was tap yeah, water. Uh, tap water. All right. So uh, we will do that. And then we're going to uh, do the ad, do the social media sidebar. And then we're going to come back for more conversation with Sam. And we're going to end it with action items. I think Sam has a good action item. This is going to be very exciting. Bye. So Aereo is the presenting sponsor of the show. And Sam, I know you've been out of the listing game for a couple of years now. So we've been using Aereo for about a little over like a year and a half. So you haven't actually experienced Aereo. So what if I told you about what Aereo does for us? I'd love that. Oh, thank you. So what happens now is when we deliver photos to you, you get your own login into our site or the area. So I don't actually know where you log in, but you, you log in and you have a download center. So all your photos are there, all your videos, all your 3d tours, everything is there. Every shoot you've done for us is all in one place. You can download an individual, individual photos, the whole, the whole package. Not only that, but we also create a free property listing website for you Ooh. with all the marketing materials on there. Very interesting. You also, and I didn't even know this till we just sent out our monthly newsletter today. Uh, the area also can, you can create, flyers you can create uh social media posts like simple it's like a whole marketing situation solution right there for free at your fingertips and what else, what's the other good stuff chelsea well what else was i gonna say download center websites okay so you get all that and it does actually a ton of other stuff too but sam are you sold already well i used to uh, go to gmail and search read fish to find my photos. Oh yeah. So that process is already improved from what you're yeah, suggesting. That, no, that was it. And then you would get an expired Dropbox link. That's right. Yeah. So and then I'd really, have to call you. You'd have to like forward me the email. Can I re-upload these? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Was, those were great days for all of us. <laughs> Honestly, Aereo has really solved a lot of pain points for me and for our clients. So if you want to be part of Aereo, log it, go, go to Aereo.com, A-R-Y-E-O.com. Use the code upmarket and you're going to get 15 free bonus listings with for every new user. Love it. Aereo. That's kind of cool. Just like saying it. Aereo. Yeah. Right? I, That's cool. Sam, thank you, man. You're welcome. You're a marketing genius. <laughs>
Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, so our social media sidebar, listen, we're upmarket.media is our website. We're upmarketmedia on Instagram. So the website for the podcast is upmarketpod.com. You can see, you know, some stuff about, we have our show notes there. Um, you can listen to the podcast there. So subscribe rate is five stars. We love the five star ratings. Thank you everyone who's, who's gone on and, and done uh, ratings. Um, Sam, if we want to find you online. So I'm pretty active on Instagram. Yeah. The gram, yeah. as my son calls it, yeah. uh, yeah. is at Sam Benner, uh-huh. B-E-N-N-E-R, awesome. at Sam Benner. I okay. can find it. You can also find Keller Williams, West Ventura oh, County. Yes. At <laughs> KW, uh-huh. West Ventura County. And of course, because Ojai is so special to oh, my heart. Right. Because we're recording its, in Ojai today. It has yeah. its own Instagram, at uh, KW Ojai. Okay. So... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, let me, let me bust out my phone and follow smash those, that right? follow button. Yeah. Y'all, yeah I totally you know, will. Whatever they say. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> more broadly, I mean, I, I think the conversation probably always comes back to social media and especially for realtors. I mean, that's gotta be one of the key ways that, that you're getting clients now. I mean, what are you seeing? What are you telling your agents, um, uh, for their social media? Where, w- what platforms should they be on? What kind of content that should they be putting out? So first thing I always uh, tell the uh, tell the realtors is to kind of know your audience. Right. And so if you know your audience, you kind of know where they hang out. So that's going to be between the big guys, the Facebook, the Instagrams, the Twitters, and so on. So mm-hmm. most of our potential buyers and sellers mm-hmm. are going to be on Facebook, the biggest yeah. general audience. Sure. Um, but that's obviously shifting more and more to Instagram as we uh, as we age. Right. Because now you want to be on Instagram because your parents are on Facebook. Yes. Oh yeah. That's been that way for a long time. Yeah. And so, but uh, what's the cool thing about both Facebook and Instagram, number one, Facebook owns Instagram. We all know that is the stories Mm -hmm. section. Sure. And what I've noticed is that the stories sections are getting more engagement than posts. And so um, I've been telling the agents to do kind of a day in the life Mm -hmm. more so. Um, bringing people along, giving people behind the mm-hmm. scenes looks into that's their what, that's world. That's what Chelsea always is on us to do too. There you go. Yeah. And I'm telling you, people live for it. I know. Because, well, Chelsea's you know, an influencer actually, so. We, we do know this. Yeah. I'm going to follow her right after this. Yeah, no, yeah. you should. Yeah, you didn't know about it. So, um, but. I've been influenced. Yes, yeah, perfect. <laughs> and then within that, and it's, I think we've talked about it on every episode so far, but Reels. Yes. On Instagram. I mean, it's just like, they're yeah. just blowing up. And this is coming of off views. of like, I think it's a big TikTok, yeah. you know, oh, COVID yeah, situation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I just always have to be very careful. I encourage people to be very careful about going too funny or going too mm-hmm. off the wall with it. Right. You know, and, and that's, and that's just, again, where we have to kind of skirt that line well, between I, being I professional like he, and personal. If you have the right agent, they can pull it off, Sure, but it's not going to, it's, it's gotta be the yeah. right, the right. No person. one wants me to yeah. do wiggle, wiggle, it folds. You know yeah, what I mean? No but, one but wants are you, to see me But are that. they doing, but then are you telling people to be on TikTok as well? Well, I encourage TikTok as well. And it's funny. I did, I, I didn't mention that before we've seen huge uh, real estate, um, uh, presence on TikTok uh-huh. and it's, and it's working. Right. We had a realtor just join us last week who was on TikTok started to fall in love with real estate, got his license and now is joining us. He's already got three listings and he does everything through TikTok. Did you send him our way? Of course. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll his yeah. name's Isaiah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. Okay. okay good. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I've been so impressed by him, you know, just young guy coming up, but the, all of his, in all of his influence, all of his business has come through TikTok. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And we're not on TikTok as of now. I, I, I've heard of some other, I've, I've, I've talked to some other real estate media people that they're on TikTok and it's working. I, 
We should probably do it, Chelsea. I don't know. I mean, let's just make Mark. You can not, only fight it for so long. I, I fought it as long as I could. Mark's not here. Let's have Mark do it. <laughs> he signed up. He volunteered. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> God, so great. What a guy. Okay. We're going to come back. We're going to do a lot more with Sam. We got some good stuff to talk about. And we're going to do action items. See you in a sec. I do feel like there's an elephant in the room and when there's an elephant in the room, I like to talk about the elephant. It's just kind of the thing that I like to do. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, the elephant in the room and, and, and you know, these podcasts are meant to be a bit evergreen, but I, I do think we're recording this in May, late May, 2022. Um, and the market's changing and there's no, the, the, there's the, no question. The, yeah. The overall, the broadly, the, the real estate market is changing. And I think there is some fear um, out there on our side um, I'm sure as well as realtors uh, on what's going to happen and when, what, ha- what's going to happen and how that is going to affect our business. So do you have any, I, and I'm not asking you to predict the future at all, cause I don't think we really know, but um, you know, if the market goes down, if properties are sitting longer, is this an opportunity for real estate media people or are, should we like start like pruning staff? I think the opportunity is huge for okay. you guys. Oh. Um, you yes. know, yeah, that works out, right? <laughs> yeah. All the, right. Uh, the, the market, See you next week, everybody. The, yeah. The market cycle went from like maybe seven days. Right to being in escrow to now we're going to see probably anywhere from three weeks to a month, uh-huh. possibly longer because the buyer pool shrank considerably. Mm-hmm you know, when the interest rates went up right? and, and just so you guys know, you know, every quarter percent that the interest rate rises, that borrower is losing $50,000 mm-hmm. of purchase power. Right. So we had people that were qualified for like 800, 850, mm-hmm. which I know, believe it or not, is hard to believe for some of you guys in other right. States here. That's like entry level property for us. I, 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 I understand. <laughs> I've recently been looking at entry level property. That's right. So yeah, yeah. And so, and that so I that person for. that was provide, you know, that was a pre-approved at 850 is now pre-approved for $600,000. That's a, that's a world of difference. Yeah, in terms of what you can like, see. Yeah. I mean, it's not even. Uh, so, so we've got less, we've got less buyers and, and we've got, and we've got, let's just say a little bit of a hangover of unrealistic sellers yeah, who slightly. still think yeah, that they should price their house, you know, $150,000 over the last sale right. in their, in their neighborhood. So we're in this transition time now, uh-huh. but going forward, we're still going to be in a low inventory market. You know, we, we're still not going to have enough homes for, for buyers. Uh, but the, the, the buyer pool has shrunk to a point where now you're going to have to dig a mm-hmm. little bit deeper uh, right. to find that right buyer for your, for, for your seller. And right. so the marketability, you know, of a home and the materials that you have are going to have much more of a shelf life. And we uh-huh. need you guys to create those. All right, we're in, we'll do it. Perfect. I, but what if the bottom falls out? What if we, what if we see, and, and, and cause I think the biggest fear for everyone, if you live through 2008, you know, everyone's always going to go back to that. All this, you know, we always go back to our biggest traumas, right? So like if there is another financial collapse, which I've heard some people predicting, I mean, obviously we don't know. Um, 
do you think that kills us or do you think, because I'm kind of of the mind that it doesn't like the, even if there's a ton of foreclosures, well, they need photos too. Yeah. The, the thing is too, I mean the last since 2008 mm-hmm. to get qualified to purchase a home has required a forensic audit right, right. of your finances. So we don't really have a lot of people that have been, or that are in distressed situations right now. Okay. Even, even if they are financially struggling now, mm-hmm. they could still sell their house. They bought a year or two ago right, right. and make money. Right. You know, so it's, it's not a financial crisis that we're in, you know, and again, the, because inventory still remains so low. Mm -hmm. And again, we're just in a position to, you know, to be able to have sellers walk away with still a lot of money at this point. And it doesn't, and also too, there's a lot of cash buyers Mm -hmm. as well that continue to fuel the market. And so I don't, I don't see this bottom that people are talking about. I really don't. Okay. Ooh, that's going to be fun to play back in a year. Absolutely. Yeah. You heard it here first folks. <laughs> I, the, um, but then where do we go? Because if there is, there, there's limited inventory, when is there going to be more inventory? Because I feel like the, the, if, I mean, I just don't know. It's like, when, when, like, when will it ever change? When can I buy a house? Well, the, the deal is, is that new home construction took a big hit in 2008. And so we're apparently anywhere between eight to 10 years behind Uh, the demand. And so the resale market only makes up for so much of, of that inventory. Mm -hmm. And we're still so behind in terms of new construction that it's created this, it's created this gap that's Mm going to take us multiple years to catch up with. Okay. But now with less buyers, there's less people fighting over the same piece of pie. Right. You know, we're now that market, that, that market cycle Right. It's going to take longer. Well, if the market cycle takes longer, then it, is there also going to be then the listings dry up because it, people are seeing everything sit for a long time. I mean, is it going to be harder to get those listings out there to get new listings to find those opportunistic sellers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because that, again, they're not going to be able to sell for more than they bought for. Right. Eventually we're going to hit that ceiling. Yeah. Right. Um, but the real estate market isn't only tethered to that. You know, it's more getting, you know, what I've been encouraging the agents to do is getting back in contact with their, with their database and making sure you're establishing relationships because unfortunately people are still going to pass away. Right. People are still going to get divorced. People Mm -hmm. are going to still need to change jobs. They're going to need to relocate. And that's that constant that happens in the real estate market that continues to drive it forward. Right. Because even if, yeah, even if the bottom falls out, I mean, there's still, that stuff has to happen. It does. It's just like life goes on. That's right. You know, so Interesting. Okay. So then, but in, in, in this instance, in this market, I mean, do you, you see, so we're going to have to, the marketing is going to have to be out there longer. I mean, do you think agents, I I see it kind of a push pull, right? So agents are going to feel like they need to put more, uh, more stuff out there, but they're also going to feel like, well, it's going to take me two months to sell this. I don't want to spend a thousand dollars. I mean, that's always the biggest thing. And you mentioned it earlier is, is budget, but I just feel like for, the amount of money that, that the good agents make, it's, they're astonishingly cheap. And I, and I get it. It's probably fear, you know, scarcity it's, mentality. It's a little bit of, it's a little bit of fear, but I mean, this would be the one thing that you would not want to cut back on mm-hmm. in, in this type of marketplace. You're going to need to reach a much larger spectrum of people to find that right buyer. And so the last thing you want to do is cut that resource yeah. from being able to happen. So even though, yes, there's going to be a delay in this from an agent's perspective, if I get a listing, that's a check 
Yeah. No matter what. Right. Unless I really royally screw it up. Right. You know? And so I'm okay with understanding I'm going to have to wait a little bit longer to get that money because realtors were, you know, at the very best, it's going to be 45 days before I get paid. Right. Right. We know how to do that part. So as long as we're budgeting correctly, the investment needs to go more so into marketing because we're going to need to cast a larger net to be able to find that right buyer. Right. 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 Okay. So then when we're doing all these, um, you know, the additional services where we actually, you know, on our side, we actually truly make our money. Um, where do you see 3d going kind of in the, in the quote unquote post COVID world? Um, because you know, our, from 2009 in the first, what, so from March, 2020 through December, t- uh, 2020, we did, I think nine times more Matterport 3D oh, than wow. we did yeah. in, than we did in all of 2019. Right. And that we've seen that in, you know, since taper off a bit, but we're still at much higher levels than we were kind of pre pandemic. Um, and now as, as, and even if I think COVID roars back even a bit more, uh, there's not really a stomach for more lockdowns. There's not really a stomach for more mandates and, you know, any, any kind of stuff. So I don't, I, I, I continue to see that people are going to be able to go and see homes and have open houses and all that kind of stuff. So where do you think 3d is fitting in and where, how do you think agents are feeling about it? I know even though it's been around for a while, to me, it's still a budding technology in terms of, I think number one, just for realtors to understand its value. It's a, it's a precursor. It's a pre thing that you would see and experience the home Mm -hmm. before actually stepping foot in it. Right. And now for a while there became a necessity. Um, but I don't think it's, it's been removed from being part of your marketing process whatsoever. No, I mean, I would say we're, you know, from the peak we're down, we probably do half of what we were doing at the peak. Okay. Um, and I've had, you know, and I had even pre pandemic, I've had realtors who, um, actually didn't like it because they felt like it got them less showings. Like, because people would see the house online and then not want to make that point of connection and have a showing. And, and so they felt like, in fact, one of my biggest clients just hated 3d because they felt like it wouldn't, that they, uh, they'd lost out on potential buyers because they didn't want to contact them to see the property. Cause they just saw it. So they're good. Yeah. Like they, they're not going to, they're not interested. Yeah. But I think what they, they were concerned about is they're not interested in that particular property, but Oh, maybe they don't have a realtor yet. And they, Oh, but I have this other property uh, I can show I you. See. So that okay. kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that's a little bit of a doomsday, you know, kind of feeling mm-hmm. like for, for me, I want to put as much out there as I possibly can about this property. So that way, right. and again, more importantly, giving them a way to experience it. The cool thing about Matterport, it was such a a huge step ahead from the technologies prior. Yeah. It used to be that fishbowl thing. You could like, you know, right. lose yourself. And it just, it wasn't an, an accurate yes. representation of the house yeah. where, you know, Matterport, the whole experience I think has actually done a great job. And then being yeah. able to really visualize it from. No, no, it's, so it's, it's super cool technology. I think yeah. when people, I think buyers really, buyers love it. And you can go in there, you can take measurements of, of anything. You can see if your couch is going to fit in there. It's pretty and, cool. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, and so, but you feel like then agents need still, even after living through 2020, the agents still need some education on what Matterport even is and I, how it can help I them? I do. And and this is the whole thing. I know it just seems crazy, you guys in the industry, mm-hmm. thinking that, again, this technology has been around for such a right. long time. You guys have talked yourselves to the bone about yeah. it. But I think there still is this kind of, again, limiting idea around what mm-hmm. it truly is and what it can truly provide. Oh, interesting. I mean, how much do you think we 
we do need to be educated. I mean, I guess we kind of touched on it with video, but I mean, are, do you think agents are understanding all the stuff that we do and we, we bring to them? I wish I could say yes. <laughs> right. I know, but honestly, <laughs> and, 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 I'm, and I know you deal with it. it. There is a very low bar to becoming a real estate agent, right? So How dare it's you? not, <laughs> it's not always, you know, <laughs> the sharp, the sharpest sticks in there. Um, but you know, but then, but then I think there's, there's for the really good agents and the really smart people, there's a lot of opportunity because a lot of the competition is just not that. Well, and, and for your listeners, I mean, honestly, like a big part of what the content that you guys should be providing mm-hmm. is this educational part. But, you know, again, just kind of entertaining us while you're educating us, right? you know, cause that, that's what helps these, these, these concepts, these ideas stick. And at the same time, you're also producing content in the same frame that you would be providing. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to get a feel for what you guys do and, and, and the style. I know that that's one of the things we're, we're going to be, we're, we're going to be kind of trying to do a bit more of. So I, that brings me to another thing I did want to talk about is, um, the kind of how best can we market ourselves to agents. Um, you know, is it going to brokerages? Is it going to open houses? Is it like, you know, what is it? Facebook ads. I mean, what do you think is the most effective thing? It's funny. Cause you and I kind of do the same thing. So oh. now, you know, I'm a, I'm an, I recruit for Keller Williams, oh, of right, course. Right? right. Right. And just like you recruit agents. And so we kind of need to hang out at the same events actually. Right. Um, but the, the truth is, I think the more that you can get belly to belly with them mm-hmm. is, is going to be critical. And the entryway to that is through education, I feel. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I know it's, I know it's tough sometimes to get entry into these things, but if you can get on team meetings, Mm -hmm. if you can start to be more present at the offices, that's going to help open that door and build those relationships with the agents. And again, you can really, you can answer questions right away. You can have much more, I think a a better conversation than trying to communicate through another way. Yeah. Like, like lunch and learn kind of things. Right. I mean, those are, yeah. And are you guys kind of actively, I mean, are most brokerages kind of doing that kind of stuff? And you guys are starved for content, right? we, We love it. We love it. I mean, if, if you came to me and said, Hey, I'd like to do a a presentation on, you know, how to market, you know, a real Mm -hmm. estate property and you guys would come and teach about it, but then it's not, it's not just a 30 minute sales pitch, but you're really just kind of teaching about this stuff. And then by, Oh, and by the way, you know, we do these services as well. Those, those work really well. And we've seen the people that have done that, you know, build relationships with the agents and they continue to work together. Right, right, right. Hmm. And so then, and so you were, you're advising to any, basically any, any kind of FaceTime you can give, you can get is good. So it's networking events. It's and and one thing that we did this last year, which honestly I will, and I'll say it on the, on air. It, it, I was a little annoyed at first. I was like, Oh, come on. Cause I was like, I, I always thought there was value in trying to go to the Christmas, the holiday parties for the, for the brokerages. Anytime I could get in there, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to go have a couple of drinks and shake hands and stuff. And then I was on you. I'm like, Sam, when's the holiday party? Give it. And then he's like, well, actually Reed, I have an opportunity for you. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded just like me. Just yeah, I, I, I did. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in fact, we're, we're, we're asking for sponsorships uh, of these holiday party, which I had never heard of before, but Keller Williams for their holiday party had some sponsors. And we went ahead, took the plunge, did it. And we got two new clients out of it. There you go. Yeah. I no, love it that. Worked. It was, I, it was, I, I was like, come on, Sam. I was like rolling my eyes, but then I was like, <laughs> all right, I did it. And then it worked, you know? And, and what you guys did was it a good job of working it, you know, mm-hmm. just putting up something and just being at the party. That's, 
that's part of it. Yeah. But you guys did a great job of making your way through and talking to people and making those oh, connections. Oh, thank you. And that's oh. the thing. So that, that's a big part of it too. But, but getting access, getting that door open for you was, was great. And you did a great job. Yeah. I, and so I feel like the, you know, you always just have to, to figure out how to get yourself into those situations. And one of the things that is the hardest thing for people uh, on our side is we're always shooting. Right. And, and we've talked about a lot on this podcast is I actually, and I don't even know if you know this, but I know, cause I haven't been telling people, but I retired from shooting. I haven't seen you shooting. Yeah. Well, you don't we, go to shoots. I know. Well, we, we, <laughs> we uh, you guys had your, your crew come for red day. Oh yeah. Uh, for yeah, us, which was, me. which yeah. was awesome, but it wasn't you. Yeah. No, I kept thinking Reed was going to show up and he never showed up. Yeah. No. You, you're retired. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, in a pinch, I'll, I'll, I'll go out and shoot, but I, I don't shoot because quite frankly, we, it's not bringing value to our company to have me go out and shoot. Right. What's bringing value to our company is being able to do a kind of the marketing side, kind of the bigger picture stuff, you know, even doing this podcast, I think will bring value to our company, not in kind of our core business. Um, but I now have time to go to all those events and not, you know, it's not even, and a lot of those are in the evening. I get it. But after shooting all day and you're getting pressure from your family and everything else, it's so much, it's so much easier for me now to go and, um, uh, you know, be able to do a nightcap thing yeah. know, after not having been shooting. A big Keller Williams adage is leverage, uh-huh. you know, and it's one of the first things you should do if you're re- you know, reading the book of real estate written mm-hmm. by Gary Keller, of course, that, <laughs> <laughs> wow, company you know, man, it, through is, and it, through. Is, it is the Bible. Yeah. And uh, the first, your, your first hire is basically a, an admin, an assistant, somebody to, you know, kind of help you out with those non, you know, those, it, those, those really difficult tasks yeah. that take up your day. Our, our most popular episode is the one that we, of this podcast is when we title it's the, the most, the single most important thing you can do to scale your business. Couldn't agree more. It was hiring Chelsea. There you go. I mean, there's just, is just no question. No, no, no question. Um, I think that's good. Let's move on. I want to talk about action items and we're asking even guests, even non up market people, when they come on this show, they're going to talk, they're going to bring an action item. Sam, I, you, I, you better have brought a good one. Ooh. I have high expectations. I know. Yeah. Well, and it's funny that, you know, we were just talking about networking because my Uh-oh. action item is going to networking events. Oh. Yes. Now, the uh, real estate world is flurried with them. Uh-huh. They're everywhere. And so this is where you guys can get in front of agents and be able to talk to them. Right. Build relationships. Because again, this is a relationship game we're in. Right. Um, Every local association of realtors is mm-hmm. going to have mixers, yep. educational events. We've been going. You got to you got to be at every single one of those. I'm well, telling you. And I think that, and I would add to that that when you have that opportunity to actually sponsor those, you should. And sometimes you know it can be costly. I mean, we just we've paid some good money for it, but right. you know, again, you just have to get those one or two clients out of it. It's amazing how it works too, because getting a chance to get to know you personally, because again, mm-hmm. this is just always kind of a mixture of personal right. and business. You're getting to know yeah, them, course. they're getting to know you. Yeah. There's no better way, you know, to right. get out there right now. Well, and I think too, for, for our listeners who have bigger teams and like, like, so for me, I've stepped back from shooting. I have all this time to go to that. And if you haven't quite done that yet, or maybe you even have a bigger team where you can send a representative of your, of your team. So, you know, eventually, hopefully we're going to have like a sales manager and, you know, that will be their job is to get out there and, and to go to those parties. So it doesn't actually have to be you, the owner. Right. I mean, it's nice when it can, when it can be, but, um, you know, there, my hope is that we're going to get to a size where I just can't do that anymore. Right. And the, th- the thing is, is that, you know, 
part of what you're building is trying to build that, you know, that rapport with agents to get to a point where you can grow your business to that point where you can have somebody right. below you. But in the beginning, most of you guys are starting out, you know, it's going to be you. And, oh, you know, for just, sure. You know, get, sure. The, get the babysitter, you know, take care of business and so you can get out there and do your thing. And do you think it's important to um, bring on, bring along any staff? I mean, it, because one of the things we run into is like, and you kind of spoke to it earlier, is like, oh, when was Reed going to get here? I was expecting to see Reed. And it's like, well, Reed ain't showing up. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. I had to come I, on this podcast just to see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the big enticement for people. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes I think when you have somebody with you, it kind of helps like just take that little yeah. initial like out of yeah. it, you know, cause it's hard to go to events when you don't know yeah. a lot of people yet. Well, And that's a nice when, you know, Mark and I tend to go together. Right. So, yeah. you know, that's the great thing about having the, it makes it a little bit more fun, yeah. you know, and again, yeah. you're just trying to get yourself out there. So yeah, I mean, if, if you can, it also helps people start to, it's a great way to introduce your team, Yeah, exactly. you know, so they can get familiar with them as well. Yeah. And I feel like when, it, 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 when we run into, when someone just shows up and they're not expecting them and they're expecting Mark or I, that's the issue. But if they've, they've been buffered in with us and I was, Oh, this is Marco. He's a great guy. You know, then, then they're going to be more at ease with it. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Sam. So I'm, I have an action item. I have, I, I'm saved the most boring for last. So I'm going to have <laughs> a very boring action the, item, the big but, finish here, but this is, this is one, um, that I think is super important. If you're having a legit business, if you are a business and you want to scale and you actually, if you just have a business, you don't want to scale. You just want to remain in business. You got to get insurance. Okay. I, I, I know this is so simple, but I know there's a ton of people out there who have not bothered to get insurance. You need a basic liability policy that covers, you know, the, the homes you go into. I mean, I think there's, there's some brokerages who make you even show that before they, they'll let you shoot for them. And then you also need, if you're doing any kind of drone work, you need drone insurance, absolutely a special rider on your policy, uh, through your insurance agency, or there's, there's other agencies that just cover drones and they're, they're pretty affordable, but it's like, it's a necessity. You just can't live without that. Yeah, no, and and Reed, you have some battle scars. I just, that's right, I do from, <laughs> from the said drone. drone. Yeah, that's right. You were there. I got I got chopped up. I, I got chopped up a little. My arm was just bleeding. It was like, oh, it was good luck. It was good luck. But we got some. That, we, was, that yeah. was a great shot you yeah, got yeah, for yeah, us. Thanks. Though. Yeah, it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that was great. Um, okay, so Sam, thank you so much. And I want to say, just on a personal note, like there, there, you are one of the guys who helped build. Uh, my business to get to be where it is because there's no person that I've known like Sam, who, who is, he's the great connector. He's always trying to build people up. He's always, um, was the first to be able to say, Hey, you got, sorry. Oh, thanks. Oh, Reed. Appreciate it. Man. I have no idea why I'm being emotional. Yeah. But, yeah. It's a big uh, deal. But, you know, but Sam is one of the guys who was always pushing our business, always giving our names to as many agents as possible. Oh, Reed, I'm honored, man. I really am. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a great experience to work with you and it's been, uh, I mean, you've, you've earned it. You've earned those connections. You really <laughs> yeah, have, you know, but, but I do think to have, and I guess what I'm getting about, what makes me emotional is that, and I think it's kind of what we're trying to do in this podcast too, is just giving people the tools to be successful and just believing in people and, and making those connections and, and giving, giving a path to people and, and, you know, I, I think that's so important. And so, you know, Sam, I don't think we would be in the place we are without you. And so that's one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on. Cause also you're a thoughtful person and you're someone who cares about building other people up. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Reed. I was great to be here. Great experience. Thank you. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Media. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and recorded, edited, and mixed by Marco Guerrero. 
We're so happy you listened today and really hope you'll listen to the next one too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to do any Friday night twilight shoots. Thank you for everything. Thank you.